podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Talking Cop for this Sunday night. I'm Gav, that's Emmett, that's Keith, Sean, he's not here, he's in Galway having a lovely time, apparently. Um, Liverpool drew away at Man City, Everton held up loads of stuff in their stadium, um, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. And uh, Sausage of the Week is here as well, and I have a question for the lads in the section called The One. Um, Keith, how are you, apart from okay. I'm a celebrity running until five past ten at night for some mad reason, how are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm good, Gav. I'm good. Um, just to be clear, I'm not a huge I'm a celebrity fan. But <laughs> it's it's the no it's the go to TV show in this house every Christmas. So uh, I get told, you know, I can do my podcast, not a bother, but I'm a celebrity will be taking precedence. So they decided some shy bag in ITV decided to run this till five past ten, and I think it's just when no you, but. Yeah. You know, it runs on maybe till about two minutes past, and then yeah. we were able to get rocking. But yeah, yeah. I'm a celebrity. Yeah. Get me out of here. And does a big blue on it? I have it on series record, so you watch it all back in you January. In, there, you're into yeah. it, yeah? Are you into <laughs> it? Me? Yeah. No, I'm only joking. All right. I don't know if he is. <laughs> big blue <laughs> Tony Bellew is in there now. Big blue yeah. Tony Bellew. Yeah. yeah. What? Well, hold on. And How his, his first Tony... task was to transfer pigs balls. From one end of a uh, <laughs> uh, obstacle that, course to another. Was the big blue Tony Bellew not being meant to be at Goodison today, giving it the big one, no? The no, he's in the jungle, eating pig's balls and nah, He doesn't give a fuck about the F. I always he, knew doesn't, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. The plight, the plight of the F and yeah. Tony's making a few, Bob. Are you in Australia? Is it back in Australia? Yeah, yeah, it's back in yeah, Australia. Did you do it once in, in like Pontons or something in Wales? Wales, yeah, a couple of years. Yeah, I'd say that. the the celebrities all got onto their shop stewards about this. Get the union on. I'm not getting me two, uh, me three weeks or whatever in Australia. We're only yeah. going to Wales. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck so say, <laughs> three weeks in Puelli pretending you're in Australia yeah. must be hard graft. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, less let's... bugs in Australia than there is in Puelli. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. Anyway, let's get into this. Uh, before we do, actually, before we do, while I have everyone's attention. Uh, Movember, the link is in the description. We're, we're trying to get to the two grand mark between us as a group. Um, so if you can, please, there's only five days or something left. If you can, please get the link from the description. Donate. And if you can't, share it and get us across the two grand. And honestly, right, if we get across the two grand, Sean, he's going to be buzzing, like buzzing, right? So please do it for Sean. If I know one else, Deal for Shani. Yeah. So um that's that's that. Uh, on the memberships and stuff like that, we're at forty-eight-ish members. So when we hit fifty, we're doing another draw, another fifty euro draw because we've promised to do them um every fifty members that we get. And this week on the on the show, I think there's about twelve shows this week between now and next Sunday. So about six or seven of them are members shows. So if you want to become a member, hit that join button um, down beside the subscribe button and you can get all that gear as well. Um let me see, let me see. Man City won, Liverpool won from the Etihad. The lads uh, done a great post-match show on it yesterday, an hour and 15 minutes um, or so. So they covered literally everything that went on in the game. But we look at it from a little slightly different angle. We look at players in particular and stuff like that. But first up, uh, Emma. Happy with a point? Um, 
look, I thought we were going to win it, if I'm being perfectly honest. And I don't think at this stage of the season it's a, a must-win game. But when it's City, I think it's a must-not-lose. And we didn't lose. Um, we they I think it's a, a worse result for them than it is for us. That's their home leg, essentially, of probably each team's toughest game of the season. Mm-hmm. And we've gone away and we've we've taken a point from them. They now have to come to Anfield in March, I think, 9th of March, I think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with a point. I got to, only got to watch the game in installments because it was at a, a funeral yesterday morning. Uh, so I, I actually recorded, would you believe, I always slagged the missus because like, she wants to go out somewhere or something. I was saying, oh, Liverpool matches on. She goes, would you not record it? I was like, don't be stupid. But literally yesterday, <laughs> I had to record it and yeah. watched it in bits and pieces yesterday. So, look... I wouldn't say it was our, our best performance. Probably wasn't our worst performance. But for the performance that we put in, I think we were well worth the point. And you take it and you get out of there. And you're still only a point behind them. Arsenal, like the elephant up the tree, they won't stay there. It'll be between us and City come the end of the season. So that's a massive game now come Anfield if we're still there or thereabouts. Yeah, Keith, you know, I think most people going into Jordan the week were like, look, take a point. If you get a win, great, but at least come out there with a point. And and there was even some people saying, look, if you lose your four points off them, it's no massive deal. You know what I mean? It's four points, given the changes we've had in the squad, the start we've had, we've had tough away games, we've, we've been unfortunate in certain parts, we let ourselves down on a couple of games as well, let's be fair. But going into it, it was like, um, you know, point, get out of there and, and see how we go on. And we do get the point. Um Happy with it overall before we start getting into players and, and different elements of it? Yeah, um, myself and Davo done a show last week previewing the game and uh, both of us said we take a draw. You know, we both felt a, a two-all draw would be would be what we devote seeing because we thought, you know, sometimes you look at a draw and you think it can be a dour game, but we thought, no, this will be a bit of a blockbuster job and goals galore, but two-all draw. Now, if I ever predict a draw, that's heartbreaking for me. That that's like a that's like a fucking four nil defeat in dog years because I'm usually going for four and five nil win. So yeah. I was delighted with a draw. I think Emmett said it there. You come out of that game not losing, and that's the main thing. Yeah, right. If you can win it, great, but don't lose it because the way the league is positioned now, City are an excellent team. You know, and you, you look at the game, they're fucking brilliant. And we weren't great on the day. We've played better. Um but we come out with a point. We come out still a point behind because, like Emmett says, I think it's between us and City as well. I think Arsenal will fall away. I think, you know, obviously we haven't really hit top form yet. We've had good results and tricky fixtures. But I think we're the ones that can go on a 13-14 win run. Man City can go on that run. I don't think Arsenal can. I think Arsenal will drop points. I think some teams... There's an unquenchable thirst to put some teams into that bracket. I mean, look at Spurs, for example, not having to dig at them. Villa level. They were being, Villa are a great team, but Spurs were being talked as, you know, title, title, title. And it papered over a lot of the results that they got. You know, they beat us with nine men, took a fucking 96 minutes to get that one over the line. They were 1-0 down to Sheffield United going into injury time, and they turned it around fair play to them. But they, they didn't look right. And now three defeats on the bounce and they're starting to look, you know, falling back a, a bit of the way. So, you know, teams like that, if you're going to challenge Manchester City, you have to be targeting 90 points. Now, whether you need 90-odd points to win a league, 
you have to target 90 odd points because you know that they're going to be there or thereabouts with that. And when you're targeting 90 plus points, draws are now good to you. You have to be winning games. Now, some draws are good to you. And a draw at the Etihad is always a good result because, like I said, it doesn't allow them to get further ahead of you. And that's where I was at the end of it. Going in, happy we took a draw, coming out, delighted with a draw. Mm. Um, <coughs> Corta says it was important we didn't lose yesterday. They'll absolutely hate it that they didn't pull clear of us. It showed by their reaction at the end. Um, just on the quality of the game overall, and I do want to get into a couple of players and I do want to get into a few bits and pieces, but the quality of the game. I, I'll put it out there. I don't think it was the highest quality game you've seen between Man City and Liverpool. I think, you know, usually when these games are high quality, they usually do end up in a draw. The highest quality games between us end in a draw, or there might be the odd goal and it could be a late one, but they're usually like one alls or two alls or you know. And there, there was one one year was it a nil all or a one all and it was unreal. Like the pace of it was just a joke. Yeah. It was at the Etihad, um, but I didn't think it was the highest quality game, right? And and. Hadn't said that if you put if you put up against most games in the Premier League, it's probably the highest quality game of the weekend. Do you get me? But I seen I kind of seen a nervousness in both teams, and I think for on Liverpool's side, I see the nervousness with look, this is a brand new midfield to start with. We have a full back at left back that isn't our fourth choice. We're still trying to do this team with with Trent that we he's kind of a hybrid, and their main outlet was Jeremy Doku down the left hand side, and Liverpool. Kind of a nervousness in Liverpool at times where both teams, I think, where they were trying to make sure of everything, especially in the final court, trying to make sure of everything. And City's nerves were there, I think, because they thought if we don't, I think City are very nervous of us. I think yeah. they really wanted to pull four clear there to go, you know what, there's that little bit of we've we've kind of put them down a little bit and that'll knock their belief, even though. And I just thought, I just thought it, it kind of showed in the game, great, great pieces in the game but overall I think a Liverpool a full tilt and not concerned and City a full tilt that probably ends up 3 all. do you know what I mean um, or somebody get, get wins it with the odd goal Emmett you know I'm not I'm, I'm trying not to, I'm trying not to knock down the quality of this game but and people are, and I've just said it a few minutes ago it wasn't the be all and end on this game but from City's point of view and I get keys from Liverpool's point of view in a minute. But from City's point of view, was it one where they went, we need to put out this fire quickly from this? It actually is a bigger thing than, than some fans are making out. Yeah, I, and and there's people saying it in the chat there as well. Their, their reaction at the end um, probably said it all. They definitely wanted to pull clear of us. They, they feel, I think they feel, look, they've had a 14 point gap on us and we brought it back to one. Yeah. They want to get a gap as big as possible between us and them. They know that we're probably the only team that is going to challenge them or be there or thereabouts come the end of the season. We said earlier on the season when Spurs were on flying that their their squad is a little bit light. They've had a few injuries and now they're dropping away. I think Arsenal are in that kind of same boat as well. I, I think I've been on record a few times saying I don't think they've added enough. But in terms of... I, You can probably excuse our if it was nervousness or not willingness to, because I honestly would have loved, and I think if it, that was a half-five game, I think we probably would have gone at them, like you said, full tilt. But, like, we've got lads arriving back. They've had one session. They kept all of their lads back off international break. So I don't know what their city's excuse are. I felt our, uh, we probably kind of, 
we tried to manage the game. I just didn't think that we were compact enough in, in certain parts and they were, they were playing through big gaps. Um, but in terms of City, 100%, they want to get as big a gap as possible between us and them because they know that we're going to be... St- they'll know by the way we're playing. They'll know by the results and the way we're grinding out results in certain games that they've seen this before and they'll know we're going to be coming behind them. So 100%, they would have wanted to get out of there with three points yesterday. Yeah, I think... You know, just like if you're if you're Pep, you're looking around and you're saying to themselves, look, Guardiola probably doesn't feel like City have been at their best this season. And you see, it's very hard to judge City's best because usually it's like 13 games in, one twelve, drew one. You know what I mean? You're like, fucking hell. Whereas this, they've lost a couple this season. Do you know what I mean? I think they've dropped nine points this season. Um, and so maybe nine, ten maybe. Um, we've dropped 11. And Arsenal have dropped nine, so it's it's very close, you know, the sort of way. And he's probably looking going there at their best. But then he's looking like if you look at that team he put out yesterday, they all they're all city players, they're all fucking city players. Bar Doc, right? They're all last season being there, seeing it, done it. You know, um, a lot of them didn't go away on internationals. Edison didn't, you know, Rodri didn't. I think Harlem might have had a, a night off. You know, there's plenty of them there, and some of them did. But he's probably looking and going, yeah, but Liverpool have fucking like rebranded this midfield. That one of the main men in a full back is out. Do you know what I mean? And they're looking and they're saying, he's saying to themselves, we don't give them anything to bite on. And Liverpool, I think, came away yesterday with something to absolutely bite on. Keith, from Liverpool's point of view, um, you know, I think we're trying to work out where this team is. And that's a really good barometer of what happened yesterday. It's a good barometer against, I think, a City side that were not at their best, maybe close to it. Uh, but Liverpool get to see themselves up against what is the best team in the country, the best team in Europe, right? Um, and they have to come out off the back of this keep and go, you know what? We're still in this transitional period, as you would call it, where they're toward the way into the season. And we don't fear them. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, they must do. If you look at it, you know, you probably very rarely will have your full strength team all the time, all playing at peak sort of uh, capacity. But, you know, we went in there with Simicas, who would get, comes in for a lot of criticism. We went in yesterday with, with Matt who for some reason, still comes in for a lot of criticism. Yep. We went in there with uh, the f- uh, midfield, as you say, a new midfield. And look, we we're all being second-guessing what way the midfield would, would line up. And there's question marks over Alexis McAllister in the six. There's question marks over Curtis Jones still taking too much out of ball. There's question marks over a lot. And then the front three. And, you know, Liverpool went into that. But they went in with a conference. That's a, another half twelve after the international break, and we see Darwin getting the nod. We see Alexis getting the nod. As you said, Man City pulled the blade fast one over the international break and kept a load of their lads off. Or done deals that they'd only play one game and things like that. Whereas their lads got flogged, and I think it might have shown. You know, I think it might have shown. But I think Liverpool come out of that now thinking, yeah, we we can do this because li- what I love about this Liverpool, Jurgen Klopp's era, I love the chase. I love the hunt. I love the build-up to getting the top prize. And it just feels like we're back in the chase again. Um, in the sense that, right, when we won the league and we won the European Cup and things like that, that was, an, that was a well-oiled machine. And I love that as well, by the way. But I just love the... I just love the getting there as well. I love the steps to get to that. And it just feels very, very like that. I mean, Liverpool have a confidence about them now. 
And I think what it all comes down to for me is the the rebuilt midfield because people are critical of Alexis McAllister. But when you watch Alexis McAllister Can't, playing sorry, in that and, six... And Cantor says there, just while you meant, because you mentioned his name with a super chat, he says, I feel sorry for McAllister playing out position. We'll get on to that in a bit. But well, yeah, I think he's doing all right. <laughs> it's just with the ball that I think he's letting it down. And that's the excellent. biggest surprise. Yes. Yeah, he was brilliant yesterday, but mm. I'm not about in general sort of the criticism, you know, where he's, where he's getting the criticism. It's with the ball that he's sort of a little bit sloppy. And I think that's the easiest thing in his game that he's going to fix. You know, so whether he's a long-term solution there. But I just think Liverpool are looking at this and they're like, right, we're building something here. Man City, I'm not saying they're not building something, but they can't really improve that much. Do you know what I mean? So I think Liverpool are in a great position for this chase. And I just think the midfield is the key. I will touch on players. The midfield that starts the game, yeah, Curtis Jones gets a lot of criticism. I think he's he, great at holding the ball. I think, you know, McAllister and Sabozlo, but I thought Gravenberg, kind of Gravenberg comes on and I thought he was excellent, you know? So we've got more options now. We've got players that can come in and do a job. But I just think this Liverpool team, they know, and Guardiola knows, I think more importantly, Guardiola knows that this Liverpool team are not going to go away. And I think he says the reaction when the eight minutes of injury time went up, I thought was very, very late and telling that he's running a muck. Well, I think it's Where telling because he doesn't, he doesn't want to make a substitution. He does simply doesn't want to make a substitution. And now he's looking at a 100-minute game for this 11. And I think he's worried that the, the wheels might fall off a little bit. Um let me see. Uh, and Ravinder has another super chat in there. Sorry, I'll put that up there so I don't forget them because I get given out to when I forget them. Uh, Ravinder says, hope you're all well. Not putting a negative spin. But just wondering what you thought about uh, Shush at one all in November when we're behind City. Small time. Is that, um, is that, is is that, that Trent? Trent? Yeah. Um, I think you'll okay. find Trent was getting a fair bit off the Man City fans yesterday. Yeah. I don't think this is a bigger picture thing. I think it's no. just, you know. It's a smaller on picture. The day. Sure, I would say on the day thing, yeah. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've shut you up. Um and we, we will touch on all that. We'll touch on that in a little bit as well. But look, Trent, Trent's getting it and getting it and, get, and he constantly gets it because you've seen it at Leeds last year. I think it was Leeds last year. They were hounding him. And they, I think he might have assisted for a goal and he, he gave it gave it to them. And listen, it's all part of the game. It's all part of the game. Do you know what I mean? Um, and it's City. I, if he'd done it to, like, if, I don't know, Luton, I'd be like, right, relax. Yeah. <coughs> well, but he'd um, done it at Bournemouth last year. and uh, he done it, Well, he didn't do it at Bournemouth. He kind of put the hands no, on last year. No, the, the arrogant sort of thing. And it was, yeah, yeah. that was a bit different. Like, that, this and we was, called him out on it. In this, yeah. On, on yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Shawnee loved it. Yeah, yeah, Sean, he went yeah. Uh, but I'm wearing Galway, the ears are going red now. <laughs> so, listen, um, when the teams come out yesterday, I, mean, I want to touch on a couple of players, right? Um, I'll leave the goalkeeper for a minute. But when the teams come out yesterday, right, people were straight away, oh, Matip, oh, Simakas, oh, Jota, right? And I was like, or not Jota, sorry, Jones. Jones. And I, I was like, what's wrong here? Like, my, my take on it was, and this is a me just protect or, or backing up the manager at every decision he makes, right? But I was looking going, Kanate was literally injured before the fucking international break. So he's just trained, right? And we don't know when and how long he's trained for. We've seen him in a session on Friday, I think, right? So Matip naturally comes in, and Matip's done nothing wrong. Nothing wrong, right? Um, bar sticking one in his own net against Spurs, but listen, uh, these things happen. Simakas is always going to play left-back. And people moaning. And I was like, well, who are you putting in there instead of him? And people were like, oh, Gomez. And I was like, hold on. We'll put Gomez, we'll put Gomez in there. That. And then people are moaning. Every time he gets it, he's coming inside the middle of the pitch. And we have no wit. 
And then people were like, Jones. And I was like, well, it makes sense. Because, like, Sabazli, away. Right? Endo, away. McAllister, away. They're all away. So he wanted someone in there, right, that holds the ball well. And Jones holds the ball well. He was quite good yesterday, Jones, in, in parts. He was a bit sloppy, I think, made more attacking areas and losing the ball. <coughs> but it's like, it's a fine, it's grand, that thing. It's grand. I think people get, get it into their mind that, you know, this has to be an 11 against City. Like, I was waiting for people to be calling for fucking Mane to start. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? Because, like, that's what we're so used to. But I thought it was absolutely fine. But, Emmett, um, Matip and Simakas. I no, thought they both had none whatsoever. No. I thought they were solid as anything. Matip was probably the most adventurous coming out of the back with the ball. We limited them to very little. And both those players had a huge part to play in it. So, yeah, as much as Simakas has got it a little bit in the last while, I don't understand the Matip one, but you have to stand up at times on a Sunday night and say, you know what, he was really fucking good. And I thought Simakas and Matip were both great. Yeah. And uh, Simakas in particular, because... I've I've gone to Anfield a few times with Simicast playing left back and I don't know whether this sounds weird enough because you're not the pain to go and watch the team play and whatever, but the, for parts of the game I'll actually just watch a certain player for maybe two, three minutes, just <coughs> off the ball and whatever. And I watch him and he, he gives the person he's marking an awful time, like off the ball, yeah. like the ball could be up the top of the pitch and he's bumping into them and dragging out of them and whatever. I'm gonna coin a Davo phrase. The only problem with Simicas is he's not Robertson. He said the same about uh, Gomez when he was uh, deputising for uh, Trent last year. I think Simicas defensively is actually really good. He just doesn't get as forward as much. In, in fact, he actually swings in a, a I'm not going to say a better ball, but a different ball a deep, from a deeper, yeah. a deeper, deeper angle um, yeah. than Robertson is. I thought he was really good yesterday. Um, defensively, he was really kind of disciplined as well. He knew what his job was, and I think he carried it out really well. I think Walker only gets in behind him maybe once. Once in the uh, second half, yeah. Yeah, and that's it. So what what more can you ask? Like, do you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, and uh, like you said, if we started Gomez, the only and I'll come to it. The only issue I had was Jones, and not because I I don't like Jones. It's because he hadn't played a league game since September. But in terms of Matip, Simicas, Jota, not an issue for me. Didn't even bat an eyelid. Grant, brilliant. Jones was the only one that kind of made me a little bit, oh. I know he's played other games, but he's not played a league game since September, since the Spurs yeah. game. And he's going to the Etihad, and he's playing against Man City. Yeah. So it's just like, will he, like, is he a bit rusty? Will he be a wrist, bit rusty? Will he be at the pitch of the game? I think he was. Probably gave the ball away a few times, but everybody does that. Yeah. And I think he, he had an all right day as well. But the only thing, I would have preferred to see Graven Birch in there, because he can hold the ball really well as well. But I know he's but, off the back of an injury, so he's off the back of an injury. But I think Klopp is mm. Klopp. I think pushes this game into two parts. One, mm. how, how long we go with the starting eleven, and the second game kicks off as soon as he makes these subs. Yeah, and I think Gravenberch is brought in for that running power, and he mm. thinks because because Klopp must know in the back of his mind what City have available, and Guardiola not for the first time has gone through games where he's reluctant to make a sub so he's thinking to himself if I can get Diaz and I can get Gravenberg into a game on an hour right mm. the running power of Gravenberg like he floats past Rodri as if he's not there 
Do you know what I mean? Now people are making love that. Yeah, I, I like yeah. it as well. But people are making out like it was the, the you know, fucking John Barnes of the American Mar- 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 <laughs> Mar- <laughs> but, but but that's what I'm talking about. He just faced him up and went, "I'm just going by you. I'm just pushing a boy and gone." And I think he was trying to split this game into two. That's why Jones, Jones, off the bench gives you an impact. I think if you're maybe trying to protect the game, I think it yeah, might be a bit yeah. better. And that's maybe what what he's coming with. Um, but other than that, I think overall, I think the game the game plan was. Um, was really good and Matab and Simakas absolutely great. But Keith, this, he gets a, he gets he gets away with a pass from me. But Allison has a very very mixed day yesterday. Um, mixed, you know, it, generous. Well, it is a very mixed day. I think he makes a really good save from Foden. Makes he a makes great a really, save from Foden. He does. He makes, he makes a great save from from Haaland, um, before we score. But mm. I think he, he gives one to Foden, and then the goal. I can see what he's trying to do, but makes a hands of it, and I think he should probably save the shot as well. But yeah, I agree. I think Haaland mishits it, and that's he saves it. Haaland hits it right. Yeah, I maybe think. so, maybe so. But but Keith, he's the best in the world. But you still have not even games like that. You just have instances like that. You just it happens. Yeah, um, yeah. I I thought he was fucking dreadful, um, and that's even when I'm making uh, that. The Foden save I thought was brilliant, but that's par for him. You know what I mean? That that's with Allison. That's you expect one world class save a game, at least one every single game, and that to me is is the par. And then I just thought he was he was sloppy on the ball. He was inviting pressure every single time, and when he was eventually getting rid of the ball, it was putting us into trouble all over the shop. And obviously he gets injured. Um, and I don't know. Did he come in with an injury? Did he come in with a knock? Because no, this he played could be two bleeding. games. He played the two yeah, games. Yeah, and that's what I'm, I'm wondering. Would he have still played those two games if Ederson had been there? Maybe he would. Maybe. I don't I, know. I think we had something like 350 or 360 passes yesterday. right? And he's down for 52 of them, which means that he made 6% of the passes out of that team. Isn't it 6%? About 6%. No. Yeah. What is it? Six- 350 passes and he makes 50 of them. Yeah, so that's it's about seven times. It's about fourteen percent. Fourteen percent, we'll say. That's yeah. why he has a hand. Like he's kicking. He's kicking. I just think he's kicking the ball too much. I get what he's trying to do, and he like I watched the ball. I watched the game recorded, so I knew what the fucking score was. And yeah. still, every time he got the ball, my heart was fucking racing. He takes that extra touch, and now he's trying to invite them towards them. Jesus Christ, it's just literally an accident. Like that one where Jones plays it back to him. I'm not sure whether Jones, he should have probably kicked the first time, but he lets it roll across his body. Yeah. And kind of nearly stands on the ball, and then Haaland's running towards him, just like, fucking hell. And I, like I said, I knew they didn't score, but still, like, it gives you palpitations. Like. But Keith, Keith, like, do you know the one for Foden? Because I think Liverpool had this tactic for me yesterday where they were using Allison a lot. Yeah. You know, Liverpool use Allison quite a bit in games, but usually it'd be like the fullback gets it, knocks it back into Virgil, or knocks it back into Matip, and we start again. But it seems to be an awful lot of go back to Allison. You know, let's try play around Haaland because you know is Haaland going to chase you all day and try even get the centre halves out and playing right. Is the one for Foden? I think the one for Foden is where he's trying to he's trying to pour off this aura of we're really cool here. We're going to chip it here. Am I going to chip it there? Am I going to make you think? Yeah. And he just fucking doesn't do it right, Keith. And from there on, it's like, oh, fuck me. Get away from the ball. But you have to allow him. You have to allow him this where 
we get away with it. Yeah, and Alison has a really good track record of doing something like this and then you don't see it for ages. Yeah, and but that that's that's what I was gonna come to, Gav, in that you know, you see some keepers and we've seen them. Or I'll never forget when Dago Forlan got two on Jersey Dudek, and that essentially was the end of apart from that European Cup final, that was the end of Jersey Dudek. Because we've seen Simon Mignolet, we've seen Loris Cardius, players that don't have the mental strength. In fact, since fucking well, Pepe Reina, I suppose, is the only one since Bruce Grobler that probably had got the mental strength. Alison will wipe, will just, you know, he'll do it again. He'll do it in his next game. I was going to say next week, but it might be a few Probably goes in the now. same game. He's that confident. Yeah. It's, like, it's literally gone once it happens. Exactly. And that's a sign of a good keeper, but that he's confident in what he can do when he's, right, he made a mistake. He won't go, right, he, he'll learn from that mistake, but he, he will still go back to the well and do that when he needs to. And I think he's built enough credit that he didn't cost us the game. We came out, as I said, I'd have taken a draw all day long. We came out of there with a draw when Alisson was just having one of them days. It just adds to the, the result for me. But, you know, I think he's got, I wouldn't say enough credit in the bank. I think he's bleeding overloaded with credit in the bank at this stage. And ultimately, he wasn't punished, right? The goal, I think, Emma, I think you're right there. I think the, the sort of bobbly, shitty shot might have been what caught him out. On the goal, it, I know he's given it away to in the lead up to that. But look, if that he gives it away trying to get, he gives it away trying to get. He gives it away trying to get Salah away, right? Yeah, yeah. But let's be honest with you, a man Ake takes it down and fucking goes past two players that are not there. Haaland's mm. movement is really good, and a lot happens between him. He was. <laughs> but but he, he he, you know, a lot happens between him kicking that ball and the ball going past him. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't, I've no problem with him trying to kick along and he makes a mess of it. I've no problem with that. Maybe he no. should save it. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he should have saved it. I think he should have saved it. But my point is more that, you know, he won't worry, that won't worry him. Do you know what I mean? Like if they, he had a bad game, he'll dust it off and he'll, he'll be back stronger mm. because of it, you know, but look. You see, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, um, I'm not, I don't, I don't mind the amount of pass he has because like, like, Jono says there, the lads post-game nailed it. Ali had 52 passes. That's way too many for your keeper to be having in a game. I'm telling you now, your man Edison has fucking, must have that every game. In any big game, Edison is used loads by Man City. And I mean loads. Like, he'll pass it to a centre-back. He'll give it back to him and he'll pass from the midfield and get it back. He plays like a fucking defensive midfielder. He just happens to be standing in the box. Like Edison had 40 Edison passes. But he wasn't Edison. wearing D vein thrombosis socks. No, I understand that. Brazil. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I understand that. But yeah, goalkeepers, really, like yeah. these, these stats around goalkeepers are 40 or 50 passes. Like, you know, we're not fucking, we're not looking at fucking David Seaman or Peter Shilton in goal anymore. This, this is what they are, they're footballers. Do you know what I mean? And clubs actually go out of their way to make sure they have a footballer there. Like Arsenal are doing it at the moment, making a fucking hames of it. But they want yeah. a fella that's good at, with his feet because they pass it to him loads. It's a way of getting. It's actually a way of breaking a press now. Get it to your keeper. But we seen it there. in the Brighton game. Allison practically playing centre back in that game. Do you know yeah. what I mean? He was pushed up, and that I know we get caught on the goal there as well. But that's because he's pushed and he's being told to be another body, be another yeah. defender, be another outlet. And you're dead right. Arsenal go in and and the the bringing David Raya for that reason, and then Ramsdale yesterday is trying to play with his feet and. He's having shy hemorrhages all over the place. Yeah, well, Harry Ramsden needs to just calm down. He's yeah, just not yeah. that keeper. Do you know what I mean? No, but the problem no, Arsenal no. have is I don't think 
the keeper they have that plays football makes them any better. I don't think that point return would get better because of no. Harry, if Harry Ramsden's in goal or not. Do you know what I mean? No, or David Raya. Like they're not getting the they're not getting the benefit out of that position. It's all well and good having a, a ball yeah. playing keeper, but he has to be able to save shit as well. And yeah, I think that's what'll fall down for them. Um Trent Alexander Arnold. Um Emma. You know, they're banging on about this docu fella making more dribbles than fucking anything else and all. And like no goals. No assists. I think two of his balls into the box, I think. Find a player. One in the first half. Might be Haaland. And the second half is one to Haaland. The save that from Allison then leads to Liverpool going up to round and scoring. I think overall, though, I think Trent stuck to his task brilliantly. I think he didn't get too close to him. He didn't allow himself to be absolutely skinned or get me in, in behind. He intercepted loads. Mm. He still tries. To, he's still playing this hybrid thing as well at the same time as their most dangerous player, who they just constantly went to yeah. all game because Phil Foden might have been might as well have been over fucking smoking on the right wing because he, you know, they weren't interested in him, and he scores. And you know, people are saying oh, this will rage on. Should he play midfield? Should he? I'm, I'm kind of going no. <laughs> he's played right back and he's done this hybrid thing. It, sh- it should actually put to bed. It should, it should he play a midfield thing? Should, He's done it from right back yesterday. And I just thought, I thought he was excellent then. And you're going to get times when a fella that's just lightning fast on the wing that's constantly getting it may get past you once or twice. It just happens. It happens to everyone. I thought he was really good. No, he, he was he was brilliant. And look, when he started playing this this role uh, kind of towards the end of last season and early this season, like it's new to him. So it's going to take him a while to get used to knowing when to go, when to stay. I thought he he pocketed uh, Haaland on one of their moves as well. I think he actually shoulders him out of the way. Ball goes out of play. I thought he defended really well yesterday. Um, he 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 got forward when he could get forward. He defended when he defended. I'm not dogging Matt up here, but for him to really have freedom and go into midfield, I think Kanate does the covering of him better than yeah. Matt probably does. Um, and maybe that's why he maybe stayed home a little bit more mm. often yesterday but yeah like he's just he's a phenomenal like as shawnee says he's a generational talent like to, like he can put the ball on a sixpence like from 50 60 yards away his his passing ability is unbelievable and you saw some kind of diags yesterday as well and um, but yeah and even the goal like to be able to control and nearly shoot in the same motion in his new fancy predators um yeah. was brilliant yeah i again i was i was actually filling out a team sheet for a match and the manager and we were short a player or two and the manager comes running towards me yeah and i thought oh great who who did we get to play like and he goes no trent is at the score and we bailed into the clubhouse to have a look at it but um yeah an excellent look all round excellent game i love the shush Um, it is only confined to that feed the scousers yeah, right. Yeah, was, yeah somebody scored. said there earlier he was being, there was all sorts being sung from that yeah. section of the ground, so he kind of told him to shut And the, the picture is iconic of him just standing in front of them, isn't it? When you yeah. look at it from behind, it's, it's yeah. the business. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think he absolutely brilliant, Jesse. He was not probably uh, not my man of the match, but brilliant. not fair off it. Uh, no, oh, he was great. Yeah, I've been critical answer of me this. Answer me this just before we move on. Um, just to go back to Alison quickly, um, did this allow goal? 
where Allison goes to catch it and is it Kanji? Yeah. Kanji, um, yeah. Yeah, puts his hand on him. Like literally rests his whole hand on the top of his shoulder like, as he goes to catch it. it. Yeah. It and it's a free leverage. kick every day. Um, tell me this and tell me no more. Um, is Jamie Carragher trying to tell you that, that Liverpool got lucky with that decision yesterday? Yeah, he did say that to me. Yeah, me. 100%. Yeah. Neville on commentary as well. Yeah. Uh, BBC I, last I, night, a match of the day. Fuck off. I cannot it's understand crazy. the thinking on that. Like, that's it. That's his foul. Like, why is it all of a sudden they're going on like keepers are overly protected species? They've been a protected species for about bleeding 10 or 20 years. And you just cannot put your arm on the fucking shoulder when he's trying to raise his arm. It's a foul. If you if you put your leg across a player when he was trying to kick a ball, it's a foul. So why the fuck would it not be a foul if you're doing? And everyone knows this. Yeah, everyone knows it. Even so the, Jane, the other so, one when he, he barreled him into the blade and goal as well, a kanji. Yeah, yeah. Why did he even have to check that on bar? Like, yeah. <coughs> so referees not trusting their own decisions now. Like, what yeah. the fuck? What's so, happening? In the game? Jane, so Jamie Carragher's still trying too hard to be. Um, yeah. You know, I'm not like boys towards Liverpool. He's trying yeah. too hard again. Yeah, okay, that's fine. I just wanted to ask because I just, just like got pulled up on one when that, that the ball in from Salah Nunez. Like, I think maybe if the ball was probably played in a, a little bit flatter and with more pace, Nunez probably scores that. Edison makes a good save, but Jota goes up for a header with um, what Walker, Kyle Walker. yeah, but and it gets a free out, yeah. but like he didn't barge into him, he was going for the ball, and that's a but free he put out. his hands upon him. On Walker, yeah. Now I thought he just he's, his arms were in a natural position. And yeah, just kind but, of but when what happens is, I, yeah, but Walker get Walker gets the header and, and Jota follows through him. So you're always going to yeah. get that. Like that's that's one where, like you know, it's at the back post and the defender gets a flick on it and a fella hits him. It's a free out. You know what I mean? It's just one of those. It's more timing than anything else. Um, he just gets done, but it's it's um, it was just a foul. Like it's yeah. just a foul on the goalkeeper. Why? And you see that you see this is all because, right? You have to remember, right? Sky have been told to shut the fuck up about referees. So what they're doing now is, and listen, I watched it with Neville on commentary yesterday, and Neville rocks up and just from day from minute one decides what he's going to say, regardless of what happens, and he's just fucking sticking to that. He dies on a hill every fucking week, right? Every week, right? And. The thing is now, because they've been told to shut the fuck up, and you can't tell me they're any different, that they haven't, what's happening now is, because of the thing that went on with sports, now every decision Liverpool get is going to be, oh, I'm not too sure about that, because you know what that does? One, it creates people going, what the fuck are you talking about? And two, it lessens what has gone on at sports, yeah. right? So... Uh, I should I should really take my own advice and just mute the fuckers. To be without, without, without the hand on his arm. It's a goal. Uh, it's a goal, and yeah, and if they disallow it, yeah, okay, it's questionable. He yeah. might have barged in, but the so, hand is on his arm as the ball yeah. approaches him. He it's, has it's, his hand. It's on. what he's trying to catch the ball with is being yeah. pulled away from the yeah. ball. But like. they're more or less trying to say that there's not enough force in it, like that. He literally had to wrestle his arm down, and that is not the case. Yeah, but he's obstructing him from taking yeah, the ball. Raising you, don't need, you don't need loads of force. If I go, if I go to put my hand up, and you just hold me left hand. I can't get yeah. my hand left hand up yeah. alongside my right hand to catch a ball. It doesn't have to be loads of force. Exactly, I mean? yeah. And you're you know jumping and you're in you're in a motion that you're going upwards. Like the yeah. slightest it's it's like the whole uh, you know when players run that pace and they get upended, but it's not much contact. There doesn't yeah. need to be much contact because momentum and shit like yeah. that takes you down heavy and fast. And like a keeper can't jump, he cannot like if he's not holding his arm down, you'd like to think Allison's catching that or punching that ball out. 
it's, yeah. it's not going through right, it's well, fucking smoke like, it's like when one of your mates walks up behind you and just taps the back of your knee and you're yeah, 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 yeah. that's it yeah. <laughs> it doesn't need to that's be much far that's it exactly <laughs> uh, it's clear he restricted Alisson from catching the ball it's a foul all day long says Robin McGuire yes correct um, yeah We've done we've done Trent, we've done thing. Oh, the last player I want to touch on, because we've um we've we've not long left, um, is Gravenberch. Um and look, Keith, I'll come to you first. I've been so impressed with this fella. Like yeah. he, he leaves he leaves Ajax and Liverpool and Liverpool are meant rumour to be going in from right. And I'm going back a little here, here because I think it's it's worth going back. He goes to Bayern Munich to twenty five million quid, I think he, he hasn't got left long long left in his contract or whatever. He goes there. And it just doesn't happen for him. And there was a bit of doubt when Liverpool were going from towards the end of the window going, he's not even getting in there. Like yeah. is 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 he a bleeding is he a bit of a is he a bit of a sap? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> is he you, you know you know what I'm saying? Like is is that is this the reason why and we we have we feel we have um we feel we have no dickhead policy when in yeah. the squad. And and quality wise you're thinking he has it all, but is there is there a bit of a dickhead here? And are we taking a bit of a risk? But Keith, let's be honest. He's come in, started games, come on. He's and he's been. He's just glides around the football pitch, and balls like even that one with Rodri yesterday, right? With Rodri yesterday, a lot of players would have taken that and started like let let's get a full pelt as quick as I can here to try get. He actually lets the ball just drop and go and looks around and goes right, Grant, and then goes off and starts doing what he's doing. He's such an asset, Keith, and, and you know, we, we've revamped the midfield, but this fella looks, and I'm not playing down anyone else that's signed, but this fella just looks like he's come in and he's just like, I'm fucking brilliant. And I'm, without even being overstated, I'm just going to show you how good I am. And he has that thing where he powers beyond people. He's he's brilliant, Keith. Along with Sabah's yeah. like, he who's having a little bit of a dip for me, um, but that's, that's allowed he's played a lot of football. But Keith... This fella is a fucking whatever he costs us. He's he's an absolute snip. Yeah, it's it's crazy. You know, it's it's a perfect example of you know getting a player that's highly coveted and not for one half a season or whatever. He breaks into Ajax. I think he's Ajax's youngest ever player. Um, fifteen or something. He went into the first team as well. Did he not? He was, he was such a highly rated player and the, the homework was on Liverpool was scabby to get him when he went to Bayern Munich and it doesn't work out there and you know it's it's two managers in there that it doesn't work out for for him with but Bayern Munich are a very set sort of you know you're looking at Joshua Kimmich and you're looking at uh, Leon Goretzka and he had other midfield players in there as well and he just couldn't get into the team but if you think about that Bayern always sort of play the 4-2-3-1 style. So he's looking really at a, a, a two and a base of a two. And it probably doesn't suit his game because the thing that's most impressed me and something that I'd seen a fair bit of him at Ajax when he was breaking through because I did like that Ajax team. And while he was always good at carrying the ball, he, he's looking bigger and, and fuller now. And he's a powerful runner. And we get, we're get we getting that from Sabozloy as well. But we're getting it from him, and he's so good with the ball in tight spaces. We've said it before, like Cody Gakpo as well is a player that's brilliant in tight spaces. Genie Wijnaldum, brilliant in tight spaces. And Gravenberg's of the same skill as well because he doesn't panic when there's players around him. Like, 
it's not just like he gets the ball and fucking starts thundering forward with it. If there's a player coming on, he'll dink it around them or he'll nutmeg them or he'll just torn out away from them. And then he'll go, I've been so impressed from him. And I think he's only going to get better. And I think he's a player that, that wants that sort of love and adoration that he will get at Liverpool. And I think, you know, the no dickhead policy, it's just, an, he doesn't look a dickhead. You know yeah. what I mean? He, I think that was the I know it genuinely was for a lot of people. Mm. It genuinely was. There was a lot of character stuff that got brought. I think it was because he. I think it was because he spoke up, wasn't it, at Bourne yeah. when he was on international duty or something like that? He said something about not playing, and everybody but Dutch, made the assumptions. The Dutch do that on. all the time. Yeah. That's how they're yeah, brought yeah. up. That's why they fucking kill each other at every tournament they go to. Yeah. The squad literally boxed the head off each other. Yeah. Like I think maybe the last tournament they didn't, but everyone before that they were killing. They just kill each other. It's always been the way with them. Always yeah, exactly. the way. Always the way. Well, you know, you've got we've got an element there. You know, when when Alden was there, but now Van Dijk and Gakpo are both there, so there's no way we're bringing in a player that even if he's a mate of theirs, like there's no way they're going to sell uh, Klopp a pup here. And if Klopp says, "Look, is he all right, or is, is there anything I need to know about him?" They're not going. I oh, know he's all right. A bit of a head case, but now we won't tell the boss that. You know what I mean? Like I think mm. he's they they are getting it from his international teammates until you know really good good pros and i think liverpool knew they were onto something and that's why they were desperate when they knew they could get him for the cut a, a, a lower price they were all over it and they were always going to be all over it and it's a great sign and look hopefully it continues in that trajectory in that vein and the likes of cody gakbo's maybe slow down a bit but we haven't needed them to be sort of an all scoring forward and i don't think we'll need gravenberg to be the answer to our midfield problems either he's part of a group and the 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 the, um, the qualities that he has are just something that we've lacked for so long. And I think we're going to see it as the season progresses. Again, all about the chase for me. And we're going to see all this, these players gelling and these players clicking. Because I think Alexis McAllister is going to click the more and more it goes on. I think uh, Sabozloy is going to click. And I think Gravenberg is going to click. And if we can get them playing, it's, 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 it's an exciting midfield. When you when you look at them like Endo comes in and I think Endo's done a decent job on every game he's coming. I think he's being good there. Yeah. And he takes a deadly yellow yesterday as well, by the way. Yeah. Um but when you look at that, you look at McAllister and Klopp has said, look, is he a natural six now? We know the quotes from Klopp over the last couple of days. But this is all about when you're rebranding the midfield, you can't just go take them three out and just put like for like in. That's not how it works. Because the you know what I mean, you have to go something different. And as well as that, the performance of last season will tell you we need to change something up. And I think McAllister's being fine will be the word I'd use. But you have to give him a little bit. I thought he was excellent yesterday, McAllister. Like, brilliant. Yeah. I thought he was great. Um, and then you look at Sobersloy. And Sobersloy, for me, is a, is a real powerhouse back forward, box to box. Loves it. And I think he's been excellent for Liverpool. Probably the last two, three games, he looks a bit... He looked a bit tired, to be honest with you. And looked like he was... shoehorning himself into a role for the sake of the team in, in certain parts when we're playing. And then you have Gravenberch who just is different to them all again. Gets it and runs with it. Runs with it. Loves running with the ball, but protects it really well. And I just yeah. think to have all these different type options and Gakpo's dropping back in there. Gakpo's great when he goes in there. Not a bother on him. So I think to have all these options and you know what? it's so In some ways it's probably easier because they're all learning on the job together rather than one or two coming in and going, we have to fucking find out what these boys are all doing. Whereas there's four or five of them now, even if you throw Gakpo in. And I think I think overall, to be where we are, I think it's been brilliant. And they can only they can only um, 
can only get better. Uh, Super, this lady forward a huge show. Emmy, you love this because you love huge show, right? Especially if it comes off the, the, the Twitter. Anyway, I was watching videos. <laughs> I was watching videos of Roy Card the other day, and he has so many similarities. If he develops in the same way, I reckon he could have a general mid- midfielder once he is settled. Hmm, interesting. But Emma, listen, forget the big show, right? I want to come to the, the, the man, right? And Ravinder gives a shout out here. So he's got, you can you can throw, you can get both sides of this. He says, what happened with Darwin and Pep? Is this guy clinical enough to fire us to a Premier League or Champions League in coming years? He seems to get so much love off the fans. Emma, what happened? And what did you make of Darwin Nunes? Yeah, probably wasn't his best game. But you can nearly forgive him that because he's he's been really, really good, I think, the last few games. Um, he's getting a lot of stick for that ball that Sabasai played into the box for him. He just never got it it's behind over him. his feet. It's, yeah, it's behind him. But he, the one on his left foot. He, he probably should have allowed it to run across his body, but he decides to control it with his right. Yeah, but Sabasai should one. shoot anyway. Yeah, but... Yeah. Um, Oh, no, no, this, are you talking about the, the one I'm where talking about the one where I'm talking about the one where Sob is like is tearing force force half. He's yeah. tearing in, he's down in the middle of the pitch, and then he disguises this one to Nunes. And he pushes him wide. And he, he kinda of, he kinda of pushes him wide and it's kinda of nearly behind him. And he yeah. gets no, it. No, no, I'm he talking he about the one it. where he gets surrounded in the box. Oh yeah, right, like, okay. He slips the ball through to him, but he controls it with his 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 his, his foot that's closest to Sabasai should have let it run across his body and then it gets caught underneath his feet that look that's going to happen to all players this look yeah. I, I th- he, he was okay yesterday um, but he kept their he kept their defenders busy as well mm-hmm. like, do you know what I mean it, does, it doesn't always have to be good save medicine from names. the header as well yeah yeah and like I said if it was probably a little bit more on the ball in I don't think he probably gets near it um, Edison, so it was a really good save. Yeah, no, he was good, and I actually loved the bit at the end. Like, so yeah. like, you need a bit of, you need to stick it up them as well. Like, yeah. that doesn't sound right. You need to put it up to them, yeah. um, and that's what he was doing. I like the way. I um, hope he called him a sausage. Yeah, I heard somebody called him a muppet. <laughs> yeah, I heard someone. Yeah, I've seen that going around saying he just called him a muppet. Um, yeah. But what what it was about? Because I, I didn't know it was anything throughout where. You know, a bit even, of pointing going on, so I don't know whether something was said or I, I don't maybe know. Maybe it or, was, maybe it was nothing to do with Nunes in particular. It was maybe something Pep done and Nunes went over and went, "Hey, you, yeah. you know, it could have been to do with someone else." Because I didn't see any. You know, like usually you'd see a player having a go of a manager, maybe on the sideline. You know, while they're still on the pitch. You know, the players on the pitch and they're having a go. But I didn't see anything in the next while. He's just I, got, I don't, see, I see Klopp absolutely panicking. He was like... <laughs> but he had one eye on him. Yeah, yeah. He, he was like, oh, get, get hold of him. Because yeah. that could have just punched the I hell off. I think you could tell by Klopp's reaction as well that I don't think there was a whole lot in it because yeah. Klopp was nearly kind of laughing and joking with him. Whereas if I think it was anything really serious, Klopp would've dragged would've him. Got, he would have got pissed off with yeah. him. Mm, yeah. And then for... I thought, like... I know we give... <laughs> Pelters for his uh, his post matches and his his pre match conferences and stuff like that. But he literally said there was nothing. Like he didn't get into it afterwards. He just said nothing happened. Like there's nothing. Like and yeah, but Pep kind of brushed it off. Pep, yeah, but Pep's good at that because Pep's telling you there's nothing going on with the financial situation at Manchester. Yeah. Either, so <laughs> unbelievable. But, but Pep's an arsehole. Like I love Pep Guardiola. I think he's great, but he is an arsehole. Oh, right. And You're I mean, continuing. last year I am continuing because yeah. last year. Man City scored a goal and he's in air players' faces asking them how good that goal was and he has his finger up Artamello's bum and blade and doing everything else with him. And I think Pep 
brings a lot of shit on himself. He gets too agitated on the sidelines. He gets too agitated in the technical areas. And I think he gets too smart at the end of games. Did you see him, the handshake with Klopp? Another stupid... Yeah, it was a real kind of... Yeah. In his face. Now, I know that's probably just him and they're probably used to each other. But it always looks like he's aggro when he doesn't when it doesn't go his way. When it does go his way, he's a smarmy fucker, like I said, with, with Arthur. And was Simicast involved in that as well? That time, Simicast ignored him. Something warming up yet. I think it was Simicast sort of laughed, Arthur, laughed, think, laughed but, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah and Arthur is yeah, shaking his hand. But I think, I think Guardiola, even with his own players, he loves that attention. You know, when he's taking them off and he's slapping them and he's shouting at them and he's pointing and gesticulating. I think something was said and Nunes just said something back and they flipped out. I think Nunes is a hothead. Speak Spanish, you know what I mean? I'd say it was something. I'd say it was better man. I'd say call him a puta. Puta. Did you listen? Did you listen to Club? No, I didn't hear Club. Um, official post match said, uh, he said, uh, nothing happened. He said, well, he said, there was a lot of talk and he said, but I didn't understand a word. So mm. that was it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, look, it's uh, I like it from Darwin Nunes. Yeah. Maybe it was maybe he was being a bit silly. Maybe he's overreacting, but I don't care. Yeah, but um, I didn't like it from when Arthur Mello done the other way. So no, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's how I like it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm like. If you're willing to stand at the tunnel in the Etihad with all them agents around you and yeah. tell Pep Guardiola he's a muppet, you're all right in my book. Do you know what I mean? Um, and look, in all seriousness, Darwin, I think he's improved so much this year as overall game. Um, He's becoming a much more rounded footballer for me, and there will be games like like City. Like, like let me put it to you this way: City go away to Arsenal five, six, seven weeks ago, and Haaland doesn't get a fucking sniff of the ball yeah. for the game. Doesn't get a sniff of it, right? Doesn't go looking for it. Doesn't give a bollocks, and no one opens that mouth, right? Yeah. Darwin Nunes there yesterday. Tries really hard, walks exceptionally hard at all times, right? The one where he's in the box, like you're, the one I remember what you're saying, the one where he's surrounded, yeah, wrong decision. Let it run across it and hit it, right? The one where Sabah's like should shoot and tries to play him in, behind him, fine. Good header, saved. Overall, he has a six and a half. You had one in the second half as yeah. well that Edison saved. Yeah, a seven out of ten, right? Well, you're looking at that Man City team. They play with a back three and then they play with a centre-back in midfield and the best defensive midfielder in the world. So you're yeah. talking about a space that's so compressed and they're yeah. quick players as well and, yeah. and there's not much space and not much room. Yeah. The fact he's even making and getting yeah. the chance. But you see, but you see, the thing is, like, I don't expect Darwin Nunes to score every... I hope he scores every game he goes into, yeah. but I don't expect him to score every game because nobody does, right? Nobody scores every game they go into. But what's happening here is that some, I think some people, even Liverpool fans, feed into this narrative about Nunes has to score every game to prove people wrong. Yeah. No, he doesn't. Yeah. Salah, what did Salah do yesterday? Nobody's talking about Mo Salah yesterday. Don't fuck all. Right? Jota, don't fuck all. Right? Diaz was okay when he came on. Sabah's like, meh. No. There's loads of players there that just done 7 out of 10 things and 7 out of 10 things got you a point on Man City. Be yeah. happy about it. Um, Sass Copboy says 390 watching only 100 likes yeah I don't know what's going on hit the like button um, if you want right uh, <laughs> can I mention of... another one before you move on oh, about, about players not getting Go on. about players not getting pelters Reese James gets sent off yesterday for descent Chelsea captain yeah. Yeah. if that was Trent you yeah. wouldn't hear the end of it yeah but Reese James doesn't media, sell as many tricks as Trent does yeah I know but that's, but it's, that's all it is it's ridiculous that's all it is that's it like people People just need to realise that that's what it is. 
It's just yeah. that. It's not selling. Do you know what I mean? Like you're seeing, you, you see it in school. But there are wet brains out there that yeah. take this as fact and knowledge and trend to shit. Yeah, because but, this but you've just said it. Shit. There yeah, are what? Wet brains. Wet you brains. Know. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like that. Um, John, I asked a question really early on. I just want, I just want the yes or no answer. One question: Why do I keep Why do I keep seeing people ask? Are we in a title race? Of course we are. Even if we lost the city, this team is in a title race. Emma, are we in a title race? Yes. Yeah, Keith, are we in a title race? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. All right, I'll ask a different one. Are we in a? Are, do you see us remaining long term in a title race, Emma? Yes. Keith. Yes. Yeah, happy days. That's all I need. Gav. Oh fucking hundred percent! Yeah. You too. I'm on the train. I, I, think, you, we're the only, I think we're the only. I think we're the only team that can. I think we're the only I team think, that can. I don't know. I think. I think. I think Arsenal's experience last year will stand for them. I don't know if yeah, you have enough, to get but them. You, might, you might see something from them in January, where the guys are signing or two. I but think if you look at who they brought in. Last, they brought in Trossard last thing, and he's been really fucking good for them. I think he's improved them. I think. I don't think they're them enough. They're yeah. probably not. But but you see they missed Jesus quite a bit last season and they're missing him again this season for parts and he's not on form. But I think Trossard's stepped in really well in different positions for them. Um, I just I think that manager might up to undo them. I think he just he, he's literally the fucking reincarnate of of Guardiola, yeah. but and he just tries to be too clever. Um, but if if any team if you're to put your money on any team to push the, it would be Liverpool. If I mean yeah, it would be. And um, you know what I mean? It's it's. I'm not saying Arsenal can't because I wouldn't write anyone off. And and the reason I don't is because over 13 games, there's about five teams with two points at the top of the table. Yeah. So it's tighter than it's ever been. You know what I mean? Regardless of what you think. Um, I think uh, one thing, um, Arsenal, they are a the good team. They have got good players. I think that goalkeeper will let them down. But, you know, it's one of them things, whether it be Raya, whether it be Ramsdale, I think if you're going to go on them runs, you need luck. Liverpool have had it, but we've had the best in class in goal. We've had at Man City have had, you know, top of the class in goal. I think both of Arsenal's keepers are seven out tens. And seven out ten is good for top four in goal, if you ask me. I think you need to have that blockbuster. There's not many of them out there. Will it be enough for them? I don't know. But one thing, Rio Ferdinand did give the glowing um, seal of approval to Arsenal because they're centre-backs about that now, which was... Right. The brown bread. Yeah. yeah, well, that's the end well, of them. Yeah. Rio <laughs> it was, it was fun while it lasted. If Rio Ferdinand says Arsenal three times in a row, he's a fucked. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm going to say. He fucking hasn't a bleeding braised that fella. Um, anyway, let's move on. I have Sausage of the Week. Oh. Right. Sausage of the Week is your man, Rory Jennings. Yeah. Is that him? Yeah. He's a fucking idiot. He supports Chelsea. He's on right. he's on he's on the internet and he yeah. done a thing during the week. And I know the reason he's done it. He does this thing where he named the top ten wingers of all time in the Premier League and didn't have Salah in it. Right? And I know why he's doing it. He um, got you. What? He got you. Yeah, he does it because he knows he gets loads of clicks. But he's a sausage. And I'll tell you why. Right? He may argue, oh, I'll get paid loads of money for this. He may do. But my God. How do you look at yourself in the mirror? Do you know what I mean? When you're when you're fucking naming these things and putting your name to these things, this is content you're putting your name to. Mm-hmm. This is stuff you. This is opinion you're putting your name to, and he is absolutely sausage of the week. He's unfucking bearable, and I don't know which is more unbearable. That he may this may be his opinion, which mm, I'm not too sure, or two. Uh, 
the fact that he's doing it knowing it's not his opinion and he's quite happy to go around and fucking do it. That's um, the worst bit, I think. And I think a lot of people in that in that game do a lot of that shit. They say stuff that they just can't believe, you know, and uh, you know, like we you can say something and sound like a tick. But if you actually believe it, you can stand over it and you can say, look, this is the reason why I believe it. If you're saying it and you sound like a tick and you have no way of standing over that, you just look like an absolute bleeding stock in a shite as well. And hmm. he doesn't come out good oh, on this. Owen says he didn't put Bale in either. Um, he's just playing the game. Who was in uh, his list? Uh, oh, come here. He, he didn't put Salah in and he put Barnes in as a winger. Barnes never he put John Barnes in as one of the best. John Barnes wasn't even a winger. Yeah, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Antoine goes, oh, he's just called out another YouTuber. I wouldn't waste me fucking time talking to that fucking Egypt. So don't worry about it. If yeah. he wants to get and upset, he's, he's let him. Sport, I wouldn't man, waste yeah. me fucking. I wouldn't give him the steam on me piss. So don't worry about it. I wouldn't give him a second of me time. I'd fucking. My brain cells start frying about to talk to that fella. Um, Emma. Uh, I've done sausage of the week. I don't care if he's agree with it or not. Not bothered. Um, no, no. I, but, it was a bit left field, but yeah. Yeah, but it just, yeah, it just, it just yeah. Um, but anyway, Emma, I have a question, and this comes from Avo from the he's he's from the Telegram group, and he said, if you have a minute later, can you ask Keith in particular? We're going to come to you first. What is your favorite? Right. So this is the, we always do this. The one. The one yeah. thing, the one this, the one that. So the one football jersey that if you had to wear a football jersey every day for the rest of your life, what football jersey would it be? See, I've got three. So I've got... No, you can't have three. It's called right, the okay. one. Not the three. Not the three. Not the one. The, the one, sorry, the one. Go on. uh, uh, the Ireland jersey from the 88 European Championships. <gasps> the 88 one? one with the net on the soil. Yeah, the net. Yeah, because yeah. it was my first ever Ireland jersey. Right. Can I take, give me my second one? No, yes. it's the one. <laughs> you would have loved it. I don't go for it because I have to have a team no, care. Like, like he's got the one. You can have you can have one more. I have my Ireland one. Is that then? I have my Liverpool one. Is the things 89, 90. The one. The red one looks like it's spray paint. On the flex. It. You know, that's the flex, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then my final one, which is an international kind of team one, is um, it's this team from Chile called Hewitt Chipato. Um, and it cost me four and a half grams. So yeah. it's a great one to add. Ah, who's That's That's the team that Keith gave us this week, and he lost us four and a half grand this week. Yeah. But uh, that's the crack. So, yeah, a yeah. bit of context. Yeah, we have a little accumulator thing, and I went yeah. for a team in the Chilean Premier League and I lost. And I'm not, I'm not. The most popular person at the moment, the most. Oh, you're not because you lost eight fellas about four and a half grand between yeah. them. <laughs> Fair play. At least um, we can laugh about it. Ah, <laughs> listen, come here. I, I like when one person lets us down. I just think it's the fucking crack. Um, <laughs> let me see. Uh, what have we got here? Bejan says, Nah, Gabby, got your Rory drew me in. Oh, he hasn't drew me in. You see, the thing is with this fella is, I'm, I'm many more like him, right? If that's his opinion, fuck me, right? But if he's doing it just to go, I just say all these things and you give me loads of money. Fair enough. But I just don't know how you do it. I just don't know how you do it. Like, do you know what I mean? But anyway, he's sausage of the week. I don't give a fuck what any of you say. Number one only, Jersey, Keith. Come on. Right. And the answer's just come in there. 
I'm going to be controversial here. No, I'm going to be controversial here and say, I don't think Liverpool had great jerseys over the years. I loved them at the time. But when I look back at the... Like, so I'm mad for the, the Adidas Originals gear from the 80s and 90s. And I do love the crown paints and the candy ones. I think they're great, but I think they're a bit boring. But my the best I'll, I'll, is, I'll give you I'll, I'll give you a Liverpool one and an international one because he he fucking broke the rules so go on you might as well right well the Germany from 1991 is the most yeah. iconic one for the white me. one the white yeah. one with the black red and yellow yeah. boom 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 that to me is the one that I would pick I just love that short but again it's a historical reminds you of sort of that time if I was to pick the best Liverpool jersey of all time um I would pick I'd go with the 87-88 crown paint um, red one. Mm. Boring. I'm going with the red one. Because no, that's that, exactly again, what I'd go for. I, back I still have it. Time. Yeah, it's a time and a place sort of thing. But I think, you know, for the, the whole retro thing, when you're looking back, oh, I'm sort of like, mm, some of the Liverpool ones, yeah, they're all right, but they're not, not the best. That's controversial, but, you know, it is what it is. So we'll go 87-88 Liverpool, 90 Germany. That used to be my favourite, and I and I still have it. The reason I moved to the flex one is because I wore that the last time Liverpool won the league title, and then in 2020, my little lad wore it with me when Liverpool yeah. won the next one. So that's okay, now that's well, why that was my favourite. Sentimental so. reasons, yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ, Dad, what about you? Fucking like, oh, look, look, look the fucking episode. Of who do you think you are? Here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to see how many family members the cunt could fucking get in there. Um, 87, 88 Liverpool without a shadow of a doubt. Um, and the, an international one, I think I, I have to say Holland 88. I love, love, love the Holland 88. So yeah. I'd probably go somewhere down that line. So that's that's where it would be. The, the Russian one was the same design, just in red. Yeah. But the yeah. Dutch one was better. Yeah, the Dutch one the was German better. away as well was oh, green. green. Yeah, that the was green, a nice yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, so there's just... In fairness, while league football has got you know just goes through the roof the jerseys are shy whereas international football has gone down the drain but their jerseys were the best the biz like you know what i mean they were absolute yeah. business um but anyway i think that's it we're gonna go anything else before we go emma no Forget, speak oh. now forever I'll, I'll, hold tell you, I'll tell you next week about the time i got me mad to wear a jersey but uh no. <laughs> over 18 <laughs> <laughs> not suitable for a walk <laughs> uh, Keith anything else before we no, go no all good all good alright good stuff. I enjoyed oh. that question that was a good one yeah. any Brazil tops Brazil 94 I had that jersey loved it I was only going to buy it again the other day yeah. did you Great hear Lineker's story about do you know what was lovely top? do you know what was lovely no um, do you know what was lovely I think it was Portugal I want to say Portugal 98 it was like a blue. It was really nice. Portugal 98. I think it was a 98. Or it might be a 96. It was a blue anyway. It was really nice. Really nice jersey. Um, what, 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 what were you saying there? Uh, I can't remember what the Brazil... So, uh, Lineker told a story last week about... See, uh, have you had anything else picture, before we go? No. And now he's going into picture, Lineker's fucking picture, story. A picture of his uh, stepdaughter. Right. Uh, I think she lives in Barcelona. Or she goes to college or something in Barcelona. And it was a picture of her in a blue... A Brazil jersey with a number nine on it, but it was one that she had got Elvis like his collection, and it was is it cor- not Correca? Is it Correca? Correca, yeah. yeah. From yeah. from you would have played against them, or is that? Yeah, yeah. Well, it begins no, with a C. Against, 
begins with a C. I can't remember what his name yeah, is. Yeah, would have been anyway, probably would have been correct in number nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was uh, yeah. it was one of his jerseys, and she's just waltzing around with uh, Barcelona wearing it. Yeah. <coughs> uh, Red Steve says Gav looks like he used to own his own Colombian zoo. Um, I listen. If I had that for his money, I wouldn't be fucking here talking to you. So let's be honest about it. Um, so there we go. That has been the talking cop for Sunday night. There's loads coming up this week, like loads. So like. There's literally two shows a day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Some of them are free. Some of them are members um, members only. If someone said to me earlier, I'm on a phone and I can only see a subscribe button, the chance that you're on an iPhone. If you're on an iPhone, you need to go onto the desktop site of YouTube in order to join. If you're on um, a Galaxy or whatever, you'll be absolutely fine. There should be a join button there for you. But join if you like. Um, there's loads of stuff. And we're doing, I think we're doing five shows this week at 10, 10 a.m. And they're literally just 30 minute shows where we chat about a bit of football and we end up going down a rabbit hole about fucking biscuits. So well, if you come on, on tomorrow or Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday on the 10 o'clock expecting a big breakdown, Liverpool, Man City, don't upset yourself. Was, <laughs> we are talking about vegan fucking shoes one day last week it was stupid but um it was good crack at the same time um let me see uh, about terry venables yeah yeah yeah, yeah terry venables like, passed away age of 80 and of course we've made like it kind of hit me today because we we've made loads of me and phil have this big thing about terry venables being the middlesbrough manager but not being the middlesbrough manager while yeah. brian robinson was still there and it's one of the best things that's ever happened in the premier league but um look condolences to terry uh venables family friends colleagues uh, ex-clubs wherever it might be um always seem to come across as a, ter- a nice fella i have to say um and probably one of the most popular england managers of all time in fairness to him mm-hmm. when he had them at euro 96 so condolences um he'd be, he'd be sadly missed by a lot of people um that is it we'll talk to you in a bit over now Podcast Network.